Welcome to the I Am Podcast. My name is Carl Weaver, and I am the website content manager at I Am. If you have any suggestions for the I Am Podcast, you can email me at carl.weaver at iamovers.org. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. We want to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash iamovers slash message. I will also put the link in the show notes so you can click on it right there. I recently sat down virtually, of course, with Wanjin Zhang from Supermove. Supermove is one of IAM's newest members, and he has a very interesting background, a uh, very uh, fascinating guy to talk to. So I hope you'll enjoy what we have to say. Let's listen in. So tell me, what, what is Supermove? What do you all do? So in a nutshell, Supermove replaces paperwork for moving companies. And, you know, we're a one-stop shop for moving companies to run their business end-to-end, starting from sales down to dispatch and scheduling to, you know, out on the field doing the paperwork and the payment collection down to accounting and payroll. So pretty much everything that you do operationally as a moving company that feels manual or repetitive, Supermove takes care of that for you. That's great. Does it also uh, interact with the customers? Like, is there a way for customers to log in and and see where their shipment is or anything? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of cool things that you're able to do once you have some parts of your business digitalized. So one of the really neat features that you hinted to is this GPS tracking aspect. And I'm sure you've used um, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash before mm-hmm. in the past, you know how you can track those cars on the way on your phone yeah. and you go outside to meet them to pick up your food. Um, Supreme is the same. And you know, th- it comes from like a personal experience for me, actually, when I was moving, uh, using a moving company and they sort of went on like a very long lunch break uh, between my <laughs> pickup and drop off. And I had no idea where things were. They weren't answering my calls. And, you know, that experience just kind of stuck with me. And, and when we were building the company um, from the ground up, this, this software was one of the first features we actually built um, to be able to track the truck throughout the day of the move and, and yeah, work with the crews that way. So. so you can see if they stopped at In-N-Out Burger or something like that. <laughs> they've been there for a while or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it's great. Like the, you know, just all the dispatching teams that that we work with, you know, how many times are they, do they get calls today asking, you know, hey, where are my guys? Like I've been waiting for like an hour. Where are they? Um, all that kind of disappears because you can track the truck on your phone and, you know, the customers know exactly where you are, so. As you can see, maybe at the uh, at the office, oh, the, it's stuck on whatever highway, and or it's on a highway, and maybe does it also show the uh, the traffic and stuff like that? Yeah, so the customer can see exactly or how far away the the car is and how long it's going to take for the guys to get there based off of you know navigation. Yeah, Google Maps navigation that we use. So, oh, that's really cool. So, what, so you talked about the sort of the origin of this. Uh, 
And I was curious, is that the real origin that you're moving and, and you're frustrated because your guys are having lunch and, uh, or is there, is there more to it? How did you get into this space? Cause I'm looking at your, I'm looking at your uh, LinkedIn profile and I see Facebook and Pinterest and stuff like that. You've done a lot of uh, tech stuff and programming it seems. So how did you end up here? You'd be surprised how many times I get asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much every single conversation. Um, you know, it's, yeah, my background is, is not in moving. Uh, it's, it's in software. I used to work at, so I went, I went to school here in California at UC Berkeley, um, studied computer science. And after uh, I worked at Facebook for a little bit and joined Pinterest as a software engineer. And I learned, learned a lot, like was able to lead a couple of teams and, and do a lot of little really cool projects, um, make a lot of impact there. And one thing that, that happened to me, this was in a couple of years ago, and you know it was my third time I had to move in a single year. And you know moving is, is stressful and it's painful. Um, it's expensive and it was the third time I had to do it. And, you know, every single time this moving company, I use a different one each time for some reason. And every single time they would use this paper contract to bring it, they, they bring it out uh, before they're moving my things and had me sign all the boxes and uh, check off all of this, these, these things and pretty much like sign my things away with them. And I had no idea what the contract was about. And, Every single time I was on paper, carbon paper. And one of the times they were using the carbon paper, the last sheet of the paper, they would take my credit card and literally like scratch it in with, mm-hmm. with, with their finger to, to remember the card number. And that just blew my mind, right? You know, <laughs> why is it that, <laughs> exactly, right? Like, you know, there's, there's square readers, there's, there's things that you could use to, to be digital. Why is this moving company not using it? And yeah, it was, it was probably the first time in over five years that I had to use a pen in order to sign something or transact with the business. So, you know, I got together with my co-founder, Mark. Um, he's like the brains, the engineer of the team, I like to say. Um, he and I, we, we just called a bunch of the moving companies here in the Bay Area. And I was able to visit the office of one of them. And what you see are just like stacks of, stacks of paperwork. Uh, big paper calendars on the walls, typewriters, um, no technology whatsoever. And this is in the right in San Francisco, right, right, right next to the core of, of Silicon Valley. And this business was still operating this way. What we did was we built a quick prototype product. It was the initial like bill of lading product. Um, they started using it. They loved it, started telling their friends about it. And yeah, we just, it's just been growing since, since then. Um, so, yeah. That's interesting. So you, you're a, you're really a tech guy, you're a problem solver and, uh, and you saw sort of a niche and you saw something that didn't make sense. And you said, why are they, what the heck, what's going on with this? Yeah, it just, it just stuck uh-huh. out. So like a sore thumb, um, you know, my co-founder and I, we also used to build applications for nonprofit organizations for free. Um, I worked on a project for the Berkeley Public Schools Fund, like a crowdfunding platform for free. And, you know, it was sort of like that experience where, you know, people who don't have technology accessible 
they get very used to like the paper, the, the original processes because it works. Mm -hmm. And unless someone builds it or someone makes it work, like they have no other means to do their work. So yeah, it kind of taking that experience and bringing it to the moving industry was, I think really key uh, as part of our history too. Yeah, so what sort of uh, pushback, not on your product, but on the whole process have you seen? Like um, what I'm thinking about is, uh, let's say I'm a, I'm a small business owner and I'm, I'm busy running my business. You know, and I, to update to new technology, I need to stop what I'm doing and interact with you and have, no, I, I'm enjoying interacting with you. That came off wrong. But, uh, you know, I have to stop what I'm doing and, and talk to a, maybe an, an engineer or an, a programmer and make sure that everything's working right. And, I mean, to me, it sounds like a, a headache. Have you gotten a lot of response like that? And how do you deal with it? You I know, think that's the question of the, the human side of my own inertia. You know, I've, I've, I've been doing it this way and paper works. Why do I need this? You know, I, I'm the same way too, right? Like <laughs> I, I, I use probably some old technologies versus some of my, my peers um, because it works. It's, it's so comfortable. And, you know, there's nothing, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, you know, one of the, and you're, you kind of hit the nail on the head, the hardest part of making Supermove successful, it's not the software. Software, you know, pull together engineers, you, you can kind of build it out. The real hard part is like the change. Like, how do we get this industry that's been doing it the same way for over hundred over hundred years to to adopt digital technology? Um, that's always been the the hardest part, and you know that's that's partly why you know one of the biggest investments that we make as as a company is in the customer service and the customer success side. Um, the last thing we do is kind of like drop you off with a login to our, our system and, and a couple of videos and hope you figure it out. Um, it's actually a pretty involved process where we work with you to figure out exactly what you need mm -hmm. and make sure it adapts to your current day-to-day. -day. So I think change is a very gradual phased out process. Um, and it's very hard to do unless you have like the right stepping stones in place. And you know we've, we've done it almost a hundred times, maybe even more now. So it's, it's been, yeah, learned a lot and, and trying to introduce that part of it as well. Using all papers and maybe a fax machine or something like that to going to a, a system like that, uh, you can get some resistance. And do you find that some people say, look, I, I can't handle this whole thing. Just do my, uh, let's say a accounting system. I just want that now to start off. Like, do they ever start off just in pieces and then okay, okay, we got that squared up and now we can move on to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, exactly, Carl. Um, that's how people get more comfortable with change too. We like to focus on the most painful part of your business first. Mm -hmm. You know, the part that you, the reason why you're even talking to us in the first place, right? If, if everything in your business is fine and working smoothly, you know, I would even recommend, you know, you don't have to really use Supermove, but the reason why we're talking and the reason why, you know, we're, we're potentially considering a partnership is because there's probably something in your business that you, you want to improve or, or make better. So we just start there. Um, you know, what's like the easiest, most manageable piece um, that's easily adoptable by your team. And then we grow from that point on. I, I'm not bragging about my uh, programming acumen because there is none. <laughs> 
uh, but I used to do some you know programming for a small uh, engineering company years ago, and something I said is, why are we why are we doing this one process over and over again when you know it's easy for humans to make mistakes, and we could just like automate this. And that was sort of my trigger for uh, what programs to write. So you made your product initially. How do you add on stuff? Is it is it something where you maybe you go visit another moving company and say, oh, this guy's doing a whole lot of manual stuff, even though he's using our, our product. And that's the part that you decide to build onto it. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have a very strong group of partners and customers in that we work with that I almost see, you know, there, there are obvious disadvantages of not having been a moving company owner in the past, right? After we have to learn it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, after talking to so many moving companies in, in the country, you know, I feel like we have a pretty good understanding of, you know, what the best way to run a moving company might be. And we talk to our users and our, and our customers, not just the business owners, but our individual users, like your, your, your phone secretary or your crew member. We, we talk to them all the time in order to develop and improve the product to make it easier and easier and easier. So it, I, I would never say that we're really done with the product uh, just as much as any moving company could be improved or things can be worked on. Same with us, right? Like the software can be improved, the software can be worked on. Our goal is to stay at the forefront of innovation um, and maintain. The nice thing is that, you know, changing regulations and stuff like that, there's always going to be something to do or <laughs> yeah. new, new form to program in or, you know. Something. Yeah, those are fun. Yeah. So, yeah. So what's next? So you, you've got uh, sort of the end-to-end -end product. Are you working on something else for the next product or are you working on, this is what we do and we're just going to make fine tunes until we get, you know, finish up that, that module for it. Yeah, I would say we do have the, the core end-to-end -end system in place. The, the big things that we're working on are, you know, what are all the, even though we have the core system in place, there are pieces in our core product that we can still automate. Um, so what are all the potential steps that we can remove? Let's work on removing those. Um, that's one of the pillars that we kind of operate off. A second pillar is how do we make it like so easy to use that you don't even need to think about change management? Is that even possible? Right? Like, is there a software that could be so easy and understandable, right? I'm sure most of us use things like Netflix and Facebook and, you know, YouTube. It's because those softwares are really, really easy to use, right? Yeah. Very complexly built and very powerful, but extremely easy to use. Is it possible to make running a moving business as easy as it is to watch a YouTube video? Maybe. Maybe we would like to think so. And that's sort of like the, the vision behind it. Like how close can we get to that? Um, and then and then third is just like building really cool things like the GPS thing. That's like the start of um, like a really cool innovation that we are bringing from Silicon Valley into the moving industry. There's things like AI, ML. Um, so a lot of a lot of cool things there that we're, we're thinking of too. So. How does AI fit into it? The most common AI case I've seen is being able to 
you know, visually detect a room. I think there's a couple of companies that are working on this in the space, but visually kind of detect a room, automatically calculate what items are in there. Um, yeah. I think other AI things would be things to do with scheduling. So, and, and capacity management, like is there ways to learn about how to automatically assign crews and dispatchers based off of your availability? Um, can we automate pricing with customers? Can we automate a lot of the sales processes in general, not just the cube sheet, potentially. Um, so yeah, doing a lot of research there too. That's really cool. I had not thought about uh, you know, incorporating AI into the survey. I've heard a lot of people talk about doing a, a video survey or something like that, but then you still have someone looking at the video and saying, oh, there's X number of bookshelves and you know, it's, you know, it's, is that a queen or a, or a full-size bed or something like that? Yeah. <clears throat> That's pretty neat that um, I mean, things surprise me every day in the te technological <laughs> Yeah, AI is getting really, really good good these days. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's only a matter of time, I think. And would that be still, uh, and I'm thinking about the COVID you know, environment that we're in now. So a lot of, I know some uh, companies are working on surveys that the movers that the customers are, are doing themselves. So standing in the, in the room with their iPhone or whatever, they'll look at the video. But could that AI work that way, so that I'm I'm at home, making my video of whatever you know I have in my home that I want to take with me, and uh, and still upload it to your software? I guess everything's possible, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. That's that's the answer. <laughs> Everything is possible. It just needs to be built. I mean, I like to say you know if if we're able to get rocket ships and new rovers onto Mars and we're able to build self-driving cars, like it's probably possible to scan a room and figure out what items are inside of it. Probably, probably, <laughs> right? <laughs> so just a matter of like time and effort and, and resources. Yeah, I sometimes get asked, I, I run the website and for IEM and people sometimes say, can we do this? And I'm like, it's all time and money. You know? <laughs> yeah. like, we can do whatever you want. <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah. That's really cool about the AI though. I'd not again not thought about that it's pretty uh visionary anything else what, what do you see the next technology is either that might be useful for the movie industry or just something cool you see coming down the road that maybe people like me don't already have yeah no this is a this is a really great question um a lot of startups and companies in silicon valley these days um they use a lot of really, really cool productivity software. Mm -hmm. So you'll never see Microsoft Word being used at startups these days. You know, everyone is using collaborative document editors, like Google Docs would be one example, but people are going even further than that using tools like Airtable and, and, and Notion to really streamline and, and configure the way that work is done internally in the company. Another example is like, how widespreadly adopted uh, team chat is in, in the rest of, like, especially in the tech industry. Everyone uses tools like Slack um, in order to communicate with each other. And, and there's like even newer things coming along that are, that are really interesting. The idea of having everyone being connected in real time, like your entire company and making that easy and accessible is really powerful, right? For a moving company, after a job completes, you know, that paperwork, that someone turns in, 
what do you do with it? You walk it upstairs to your billing team so that they audit it. Yeah. And then they look at it and they have a question. They walk downstairs and they ask you like, what's going on? But if you just have instant chat set up, just kind of talk to each other and, and type to each other and, and figure things out. So yeah, things are, things are changing there really quickly too. The way that work gets done in all industries. So yeah. So what else would you like us to know about uh, Supermove or, or about you or, you know, your experiences as an entrepreneur and uh, you know, anything you've got to add? You know, Supermove, we have this long-term vision of, you know, trying to work with every moving company here, not just in the U.S., but in, in, in the world. You know, our goal is to just figure out what it takes to, to, to do that. And the key bet that we have is, is, is making our software, like, the most easiest to use software possible um, that covers everything that, that you need. So, you know, the big thing is, you know, that, that that's partly the place that we kind of invest the most in is probably like the customer success side of how do we get adoption really, really good. And also uh, the product itself, how do we make it really easy to use um, really tackling that, that core problem head on. So. Yeah. Well, I have a suggestion. I've got a solution for you on how to get every mover in the world to use your software. Oh, how do we? I'd yeah, love to come, hear it. Yeah. Come to the uh, IEM annual meeting in October. <laughs> no, I'll be there. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's on the on the calendar already. I think I think Heidi that we talked about earlier yeah. set that up. So yeah. good. Yeah, I, I know you guys are a brand new mover, or I'm sorry, brand new member of IEM. Uh, yeah, just joined this year. Yeah, we're excited all the time to have new uh, new faces in there, and you know it's a it's it's a fascinating meeting to come to. So I, I hope you will be there and and uh, enjoy it and make a lot of great contacts. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, super excited about that. You know what really helps also is buying like the gold sponsorship package. <laughs> I'm just pulling your leg there. <laughs> so we're, we're going to have a lot of uh, a lot of sponsorship packages, but I I don't mean to tell me tell me more about the gold sponsorship package. What what's entailed in that? Uh, I'm I'm not sure for this year. We haven't figured that out. We're still planning everything, but we have different levels of sponsorships and and um, you know the cost varies amounts of money, and you get certain things. But most of them, uh, you get a, uh, a a booth in the exhibit hall, and you know the technology for the meeting and stuff like that. I, I'm not sure what we're doing this year. But um, yeah, we're still in talks about that. But you know, we, you know, all that stuff will be coming out. And I was just, I was just kidding with you about you know, trying to lean on you to buy a sponsorship. <laughs> but if you want to, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna prevent that either. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thanks a lot for being on. You know, I, I really appreciate it. It's good to meet you and talk with you. And you know, I, I know I'm, I'm going to be talking to uh, Heidi a lot as, as a meeting. Uh, our annual meeting comes up and I uh, hope to talk to you as well. You know, anytime you need something, feel free to reach out. No, of course. Likewise, Carl, thanks a lot for, for having me. And yeah, hopefully we can, we can chat a lot. Um, you know, you don't have to just talk to Heidi. You can talk, we can, we can talk together too, of course. <laughs> Glad to know yeah. we don't just need the intermediary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks for joining us again and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Of course. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify. 
Thank you for listening to the IAM podcast. If there's ever anything you need from IAM, you can contact us at membership at iamovers.org or contact us by going to the contact us page on the IAM website at iamovers.org. Thank you for joining us and we will talk to you next time.